Welcome to Sheality with Finji and Nyla. This week, we invite you back into our world as we talk, laugh, and have fun. It's her reality. It's my reality. It's Sheality, where we come together to live, love, and learn from one another. This week, our topic is remembering Kobe. So two Sundays ago, um, we had just finished in worship service and I got a text from a coworker telling me that Kobe had passed away and I was in total shock and total disbelief. And so I gasped out loud and immediately you and daddy asked me what was going on. And I told you all that Kobe had passed away. And what was your first reaction? Um, like you said, disbelief. So I had to look it up for myself and, um, I found out that the reporter, well, the people who reported it were, was TMZ. So, um, I had to keep researching, like I had to keep like searching. You didn't believe it right away. Right. I had to keep looking cause I'm like TMZ always telling stories. It didn't, uh, I don't think they tell stories. Well, I think they just, I just don't find them reliable. Okay. You know, and then plus a few days, like before that, I saw that this, um, one of the artists that we listen to now is the baby that he had like so-called passed away, but it was a hoax. Okay. So, so you thought it may be a hoax. Right. I thought it was a hoax because mm-hmm. you, you know, you see that like often people always saying that somebody passed away and they didn't pass away. Which is so crazy. I know. Why would you even do that? I know. Yeah. Anyway. So I had to keep looking and once I found out that he was actually gone, I just started crying. Yeah, it was it was touching. And I I posted something later on my Facebook page that um, I don't recall ever having that type of an emotion for a artist or movie star or someone who I did not have a close relationship with a celebrity. I had never really had that type of emotion, but that thing right there hit me it cut me deep that that hit me in my core that was just so different it was just totally different it was and I think for me it was as if Kobe was a little brother or something Mm -hmm. because I've seen him grow up Mm -hmm. being a you know self-proclaimed gym rat you know I love basketball um and for me it was just like my baby brother had passed away. Mm-hmm. He was, and I don't have a baby brother, so, mm-hmm. um, but it was so shocking and so devastating. And um, to find out the way he passed away, I think was even more devastating. Yeah. yeah. And then to find out Gianna was on there and then two of her teammates, like basically you would think same age. Mm-hmm. And I just saw something that was like, um, hearing about their death was it hit even harder because like they just start their life. Right, right. And so immediately, my first thing was when I found out that he was on the plane, my first question was, wait, did the Lakers have a game today? Because I knew Mm -hmm. if the Lakers had a game, there was a chance that she was on the plane on the helicopter with him. Mm -hmm. So when I, I was sort of relieved when I found out that there wasn't a Lakers game, only to find out a few hours later that they were going to her game. Mm -hmm. And so my heart just broke all over again. And um, I immediately thought about his wife, Vanessa, and their other three daughters, um, especially the eldest daughter. And then the one under Gianna, it probably doesn't hit her or sting as much as it does with the eldest daughter. But even though I'm sure it does hurt, you know, there's a level of hurt. She probably... 
it's probably affecting her maybe a little less, I'm going to say. Right. But she probably still, at this at her age, probably understands it now. A little bit, yeah, because yeah, she just understands that they're not there anymore. Right. And she's probably wondering where they are. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, my heart breaks for that family and for them. Um, one of the things that, of course, you know, with any celebrity, when they pass, people start bringing up their past. And one of the things that came out, because, you know, if we're going to talk about Kobe's legacy, you know, everybody was smashing Gail for bringing up the the rape allegation um, with Lisa Leslie. And I totally get it because I don't like the way she pushed in that yeah. interview. And I think but, that's why they're like going after her yeah. or were going after her because she, the way she pushed it. Like I understand some, cause people have talked about it right. after he died, but they weren't pushing it like she was. Yeah. And so I think that the, the better part of speaking about his legacy in its totality, um, talking about the good and the bad is the story of redemption you know, the story of forgiveness, right. um, the fact that he and Vanessa um, reconciled, she forgave him, he redeemed himself, he, they reconciled, and they were able to go on and to, to apologize, to uh, rebrand, to uh, recreate, mm-hmm. you know, the story, the narrative of his life. I think he did that. I mean, kudos to him. for being able to come through that and kudos to her meaning Vanessa for being able to come through that and to get on the other side and to see this happily ever which we would hope we would want to say happily ever after but for them you know that that ever after was cut off a little soon yeah yeah and then to the the fact that like you said Gianna and and her being so young, it just really getting started right. with basketball. And then my first mindset, when I found out he passed away, I was like, okay, I hope she's still playing. Like, yeah. I hope she sticks with it. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, that's my main that Not my main concern, but that was one of my concerns. Like, I hope she keeps pushing. I hope she keeps playing, like, doesn't give it up. And then find out she on there. And it's like, I'm worried about the wrong thing. Like, right. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. it was so sad. Yeah. Yeah. The the one thing that I do have to admit is when Kobe first came into the league as a young teenager, I was not a big Kobe Bryant fan. <laughs> Nobody was. And I think, well, I'm not going to say no one, no. Okay. but very few. Right. And I think it was because here you have this young guy. You know, it wasn't very many coming straight out of college back then. High school. I mean, I'm sorry, high school. Thank you. Coming out of high school back then. And you got this young guy who is coming out of high school who is basically like, I'm coming to take the throne. Mm -hmm. And, you know, at that time, Michael Jordan was the man. Mm -hmm. But he still is lightweight, you know. But he was (laughs) the man. And so for me, it was like, wait a minute, who is this young boy? Coming out here thinking he going to take the throne from Mike, you know. And because um, Mike was basketball royalty. Yeah. And um, now and even later on as he developed, um, I grew a, a strong appreciation for his game, for his love of the mm-hmm. game, for his commitment to the game. His res- And I began to respect him even more because... 
he displayed what we recently heard Ja Morant say when he was talking oh, about he, respect, he how he respects uh Curry. Curry, yeah. How he respects Curry but isn't fear him. Yes. So Yeah, he did that. Right. So Kobe kind of displayed that. Yeah. Even though Ja Morant Just verbalized it. it right. You know what I'm saying? So he was like, I respect you, mm-hmm. but I don't fear you. And a lot of people didn't appreciate Kobe until he retired. Yeah. You know, because at first it was just, who's the GOATs, Michael Jordan or um, LeBron? And I always had Kobe in the talk because I'm like, Kobe is... Right, you just going to walk Kobe, over It's Kobe, right. You can't just walk over Kobe. <laughs> yeah. And then after he retired, everybody like, uh, well, Michael Jordan was the, the, the GOAT of his era. That's right. when they start talking about eras because it's like Michael Jordan was the goat of his era, Kobe was the goat of his era, now LeBron is the goat. Like yes, now yes. we're trying to figure out who the next goat, but you know. Yeah. And and that's good because that's what I've always said. We can't ever say who's the greatest of all time mm-hmm. because and, and let me just say, now we use goat too loosely. Somebody makes a good play or, you know, gets thrown out on Twitter feed and now they the goat. Like, (laughs) no, the goat is something that is over a lifespan of your career. Sometimes people be saying it. I know I do it sometimes, but like as a joke. Okay. You know, well, goat is no joke. It matters. (laughs) (laughs) You can't goat. You can't goat. You can't can't joke with the goat. (laughs) can't go with the joke yeah so now you hear more people talking about um the goat you know about anything somebody makes a great play and now they're the goat but um i like it more as in their era right because to going back to your point to talk about lebron and to talk about mike without mentioning Kobe is almost like talking about magic without bird. Mm -hmm. You have to mention bird when you mention Mm -hmm. magic, you know, and bird was another one. I did not care for bird. And even though he was always a a baller, I did not like bird because I was a magic fan. Mm -hmm. I was mad. I was team magic locked and loaded and it wasn't until I, I laugh and I tell people it wasn't until um, Burr made the commercial. And I don't know if it was a McDonald's commercial. I don't know what kind of commercial it was. But he said, I can't run. I can't jump. I can't something else. And he says, I don't know why God picked me to play basketball. I'm just glad he did. <laughs> After that, I was like, I am team Bird. Like, <laughs> I love this man. <laughs> Cause it was so true, but Bird had skill. He he was man. He was tough. He was like a blue collar worker on the mm-hmm. court. He was like a, a Dennis Rodman in a you know tied into this Steph Curry because he could shoot this yeah Curry. He he was like multiple in one. Bird did everything. Whatever it took to win, that's what Bird was doing. Yeah. So um, I grew to appreciate Kobe. Um, after years of him watching him play. And then I, I, I grew to um, appreciate him and grew this fondness and this fascination with him. But before then, when he first came into the league, I was like, uh-uh, you know, nah. And then when LeBron came in, I kind of like wanted him to to be better because it was like, now we got somebody to show you that you ain't Mike. <laughs> wow. 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 Just 
just disrespectful. <laughs> I did, I did. But like I said, I grew to to appreciate his game and to understand the love that he had for it. Yeah. Yeah. I only um wish uh, that we could have seen the the player that Gianna was going to develop into. Oh man. I was like, all right, one day cuz like seeing her play, I'm like she is she going nice. to be cold. Yeah. She going to be nice like the way she was playing like at 13. Yeah. And you only two years older than exactly. her. Exactly. So, so I'm like, okay, I'm like, eventually I'm going to play, have to play her. I can't yeah. wait to play her. <laughs> like, I'm going to have to play Kobe. <laughs> I'm like, I'm playing Kobe's daughter. Right. <laughs> or either I'm playing her or I'm playing with her. Something going to happen. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, ah. Uh, that hurt even more because I'm like, I don't get to, that don't happen. You know, that never happens <laughs> now. Yeah. But what? it's just heartbreaking. Like, it's like I said again, like her being, her and her teammates being so young. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Like. And I think it hurt more because it was so unexpected. Mm-hmm. Like, all death is really unexpected unless you're just, you know, ill right. and, you know, something like that. But to just wake up one morning and, you know, find out that he and she and the rest of the people, because we don't want to discount their families right. and, and their lives either, to find out that they were just gone in, mm-hmm. in, in a snap, in a moment. You know, I think it was more devastating. You were getting ready to say something. Oh, and just that night before, mm-hmm. LeBron had just broke his record. Yeah. He just put a tweet out. Yeah. A few hours later, he passes away. Yeah. That's tough. But did you hear about all of the stuff that he had done? Yeah. Like, leading up to that moment? Like, Kobe was a workaholic on mm-hmm. the court, and that momentum shifted and continued off the court. Mm-hmm. Like, he put 110, 200% in everything that he did. And, and all of the stuff that they said he had done the night before and the day before and up to that moment, all the work. I mean, he worked in those few hours more than some people work in a week. <laughs> he did so much off the court, on the mm-hmm. court, for people, practice, coaching, all types of stuff yeah. he did. He yeah. did so much for, like, especially the girls' basketball. Yes. For women's basketball. He did so much. Yes, yes. Like, uh, what was their name? Haley and Paige. Mm-hmm. Like, and Sabrina. Mm-hmm. And Enrique. Yeah. All of it's, them. He was working out with all of them. Like, yeah. And there's so many more that we so never even knew about. Mm-hmm. You know, because you're constantly hear, hearing stories. The The one thing that I appreciate and I love is the story about the young man who he visited at the hospital. Mm-hmm. He didn't want any cameras. He didn't want any publicity. He didn't want any big hoorah. He went to the hospital and sat with that young man and just share with him, just share life. And those are the moments that people cherish Mm -hmm. because so many times we do stuff in front of the cameras, but then when the cameras are gone, we don't, you know, show up. Right. Um, There's a song that they sing in the church. It says, when the music stops, you know, um, when the music stops, when the band is gone home, you know, when the lights turned out, that's when you live the life that you sing about. Mm-hmm. that's when you live the life that you talk about you one. know people um it's easy to do things in the in the public eye yeah you know i heard uh joyce meyer one of my favorite speakers say reputation is what you do in front of men but your character is what you do when no one is looking right you know and that's often my prayer i don't want to be a public success and a private failure mm. and I think with Kobe's legacy and with his life, he touched so many people that he was not 
just a public success, but in private, he was also successful. Yeah. You know, I mean, of course, we'll never know anybody's life 24 seven, you know, 365. But for the people that come out and talk about him and for the people that he touched and for those stories like the young men at the hospital and Mm -hmm. countless others that we've heard since his passing, um, the news reporter who um, the ESPN analyst who said, um, what's her name? Heather, uh, Heather Storm, I think it was. Um, I think it was Heather Storm and how she talked about she met him one hour and how that impacted her. Countless other people who um, said that they were impacted. Jimmy Kimball, you know, he called and asked him about his son yeah. after he had surgery. And those little moments, you know, calling people on the phone and right. talking to people. And, and like you said, the news reporter, she even said that he had called her after she had a uh, gave birth. Mm. What was the news? I don't know her name either. Yeah, the um oh gosh, she covered his whole. She covered it. Yeah, she career. said she been knowing him for a while. But yeah, those type of things, you know. He, so he was more than just this public phenom, this public success story. But even in private, he did, um, for what we know, everything that he could to be a better man, to rewrite his story yeah. after he had come through such horrific allegations and we'll never know what happened right you know we we'll never know all we can say is that it was settled and we settle it with that right you know we leave it there and um you know we wish his family well we pray for them and and uh hope that their strength will continue which i'm sure will Mm -hmm. um he seemed to be a man of faith so we pray that that faith will continue in his family and in his daughter's and um, that his legacy will continue to to live on. They're yeah. supposed to do some type of tribute for him for the All Star Game. Oh yeah, the um, maybe it's a pregame too, but I don't know. Um, I know for the jerseys, I think it's who is it? LeBron's team, I believe, is wearing number two. Is wearing number two. And is I it think, two or twenty four and eight? Is it? I think it's two. For Gianna? Yeah. Okay. Hold on, let me see. All Star Weekend jerseys. It's gonna stop right now and look it up. <laughs> I'm sorry. You we fact, can cut it out. You fact checking? <laughs> no, that's fine. Don't worry about it. I'm pretty sure it's 24 and 2. Okay. And I think LeBron's team is wearing 2. And who is it? Giannis? I think mm-hmm. his team is wearing um 24. And they're going to have nine stars on the jersey. No, what's the nine for? The nine passengers. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So I think that's really cool. Yeah, that's cool. So LeBron's team is wearing. Maybe Gianna's number, mm-hmm. and then Giannis' team is wearing Kobe's number. Kobe's. And then um, the other thing that we just found out about the court over in the Philippines, I think uh, that was wow. I mean, we didn't just find out about the court, but the today we found out the story behind the court on mm-hmm. the Philippines, and I thought that was amazing. Um, this slum, self-proclaimed, I'm not calling it a slum, it's self-proclaimed a slum, <laughs> and they came together and they built this court right in the midst of um, the apartments and every so often I don't know if it's annually I'm not really sure they changed the mural that is painted on the court and the mural that they painted to Kobe and Gianna was just priceless it's beautiful it is amazing and 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 that goes to show you you can never discount people we can't judge people based on what they look like where they're from or where they are 
because those are some talented people. Mm-hmm. And they say even basketball saved their life. And how many people has used basketball as a way to save their life? A lot, yeah. I think. Yeah, it's many people. You think about, you know, just there in, in the Philippines, um, think about here in the mm-hmm. um, projects and, mm-hmm. you know, different things like that. And then even even um, basketball is universal. Yeah. So even, even affluent, like, you know, Giannis. Mm-hmm. I think he said it saved him. Yeah, just be. I don't, not necessarily from like. Well, I don't know his story honestly, but I know he. Uh, he had at first he didn't play, but um, he had to make like this young, long, uh, really time-consuming walk just to get to the gym. Wow. And then he said sometimes he'll sleep there. Mm. Because of such a long walk, and then he'd practice and then go back home and then walk back. And mm-hmm. It was just so real. And then just recently, yeah, just recently learning Embiid's story of how, you know, he at first didn't even want to play. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he got chose to go to that camp, and he wanted to stay home and play video games with his brother. <laughs> and then that was even tragic because even beyond that, his brother ended up getting killed. Oh, um, I didn't read the rest of it. You didn't read that story? I'm, about, I'm actually about to read it now because I oh, know yeah. that. Yeah. So his younger brother ended up getting killed walking home from school, I believe. Oh, wow. um, He got hit by a car. Oh. Yeah. So, you know, we don't know the stories behind these celebrities. We mm-hmm. look at them as as um, untouchables. Like yeah. life doesn't touch them. And, they're, and life touches them just like it touches us. But they took that tool call basketball and they use it to to come out of a lot of depression and destruction and you know different things like that and so um we thank god for the time that we had kobe and what he did and what he meant to not only to the league but to the lives of people just like you and i Mm -hmm. um who now you hear mamba mentality you know and then people wear that out you know now people just wear out everything nowadays you know everybody want to be girl dads and all that stuff but you know we but that's the impact that he had on the world yeah yeah so um we're we're thankful for the time that we were able to share with him young and old (laughs) near and far because he was a great asset and he was a great um again a great story of redemption of rebirth, of rebranding, of come going through a tragedy and coming out on the other side, right? Um, of forgiveness. Yeah. So, right. Any other thing? Anything else you want to say about Kobe? Mamba out. Not just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Until next time, we are signing off. This is Benji and Nyla. For uh, don't forget to. Um, like, share, subscribe, leave a comment, leave a question, leave a topic. All right, I have a task for y'all. I meant one memory or one word to describe Kobe. Okay, one right. word to describe Kobe. What's your word? Um, um, tenacious. Okay, and my word would be fearless. Okay, that's a good one. All right, so tenacious and fearless. All right, so everybody... Leave one word to describe Kobe um, or share a memory if, you know, you have one, your favorite memory of Kobe. Once again, this is Fenji and Nyla with Sheality. Remember, it's her reality. It's my reality. It's Sheality. Until next time, 
Bye. Bye.